0: it's friday september 2nd 2022 coming up on the program today going on a shopping trip to buy lingerie with your mom plus designer stomach shit bags streaming poop novelty songs is big business and bronze statue genitals shined up from constant rubbing all this coming up today
1: your rectum is full of feces. Sweet rectum. And feces are loaded with bacteria. Why do you think it smells so bad? Because <laughs> right. it's rotting. And so feces are loaded with bacteria. And then you have anal sex. And then you go there, though, to oral sex, and you're putting feces in your mouth. I want to taste that proud rule. We will, we will. Eat
2: that buffoo! Eat that poop!
3: Eat that and well, I'll just poop on a plate and put some ketchup on it and make you eat it. And then, and I thought to myself, well, at least, at least will if I have to, he's gonna make me eat that poop. And then I'll just put five pounds of sugar
2: on it and try to spice it up.
1: We love,
2: we love. Eat the poop everywhere. Eat yeah. The oh, yeah, man, a little ketchup. Man, that probably tastes pretty good. Eat the poop,
1: poop. Eat the poop, poop.
4: The poo-poo! The other person is poo-pooing. And this one is eating the poo-poo all over the place. everywhere. Eh? We, will, we will, eat the poo-poo! Sadly, the other person's
0: rectum.
2: We ah! will, we so will say,
0: yeah! the poo-poo comes out. Mm. Somebody, we will no, eat the poo-poo! Eating species eat Henson. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Also, do a Google search for little Asian girl's feet. Oh, you'll thank me. The vagina is full of 8s I'm a sucker for other people's pain. <laughs> yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great one for you today. Real quick programming note here in America. On Monday, we've got a holiday coming up, uh, Labor Day. I am actually going to take the day off. No new show, no mini show, no makeup show. It's just going to be a day off. I will have an amazing best of show for you posted. One of my favorites. I'm sure you remember when my alter ego, Rebecca, was talking to that old, creepy, schizophrenic John Bulla while doing some research. I, Tim, found out that John Bulla uh, was arrested for some creepy ass shit. Involving little girls. So Rebecca confronted him on the phone. It was a 20 plus minute phone call of just sheer insanity. On Labor Day, you can relive every excruciating minute of that. Today, we start the program with a television recommendation I received a little while ago. I think it was like August 1st or into July or something. TV listener Mickey emailed me and said, dude, you need to check out this show on TLC. TLC has the best programs, right? It's called I Love a Mama's Boy, and it has DV written all over it. Now, I haven't watched a uh, full episode from start to finish. I have been watching some clips, and um, I'm conflicted. We'll get into my feelings as I play some of these clips. But uh, the show, again, is called I Love a Mama's Boy. That should give you a pretty good idea of what the premise is. We've got guys here who are uh, mama's boys. They love their mamas. Their moms kind of control their lives. And that's posing a problem for these dudes who uh, actually have girlfriends and wives. Uh, There's some conflict there. You know me. I love drama. So in this first clip, we're introduced to Jason and his wife, Justina. Oh, how cute. Two J's. Uh, They have a child. And everyone is going to the store. Jason, Justina, the child, and Jason's mom. This scene takes place in a toy store where uh, Jason's daughter, Taylor, I guess, is looking for a a new toy to play with. We're
3: going to make a decision now which one we're going to take home with us. And then what do you want grandma to get you?
0: Nope. Grandma, this is only Taylor's toy for being on the potty. Right. This is a reward toy. We're bribing our child to shit and piss in the proper location. Grandma does not take this news well. Next time you do a good job, grandma can come back and get you something.
5: No, grandma gets to buy her something special. What do you want grandma to get you?
0: No, no, no.
5: I'll take care of it. They try to dictate to me what I can buy for my granddaughter. No, buy her whatever you want to buy her, and I'll buy her whatever I want to buy her.
0: Undermining their parenting. Nice, cunty grandma move. Prior to the start of this scene, the father was like, we're trying to teach our daughter boundaries, not to be spoiled, not to expect too much. So this is all putting a wrench in his plan. It's never
5: going to happen that I'm going to leave a toy store with one toy for Taylor.
3: Why would any grandparent do that? Because
0: that's what the parent wants. And it's not your kid, stupid bitch.
3: I know you want to spoil her, but we want her to know sometimes you can't get more than one. We're just trying to put a little structure in her since she's so young. I don't tell her no.
0: You will have to eventually. And if you don't, then, I mean, I don't want to tell you how that's going to be for you, but it's not. Don't pussyfoot around that. Just tell her you won't be able to see this fucking kid. Respect our rules. You don't get to call the shots. I mean, I get it. You know, grandmothers are supposed to spoil their grandkids. My, my mom does it with uh, my nieces, you know, her grandkids, gives gives them a soda pop and chips, let them eat whatever they want, stuff they're normally not allowed to eat at home. And then she's like, just don't tell your parents. It's fine. It's to be expected. But, you know, she doesn't do it right in front of the, the parents' faces. The real problem at the toy store is when the issue of their wedding comes up. Oh, I guess they're not married yet. They're engaged, they're planning the wedding, they're thinking they might want to have a summer camp-themed wedding at a summer camp. Okay, a little unorthodox. Uh, Mom is not on board when she hears the news.
3: We didn't make a complete decision on if that's exactly where we're going to have it. We just want to check it out first. That's why we're not giving out information. And I understand that, but it sounds ridiculous to me. And
0: in the end, it's our decision, you know, it really is. Mom doesn't like it when he takes his fiancé's side on things.
5: I feel at this point, you guys are just keeping things from me.
0: I wonder why. I mean, The second you heard where the wedding was going to be, you're like, that's ridiculous. What? No, 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 no. You're not having it at a summer camp.
5: Justina, I feel like Jason doesn't want to uh, say no to you. Like, you're entitled. And I feel like over time, that's happening more and more now. And it's really starting to put a strain on us.
0: Well, the bitch is finally starting to realize she's not as important as she used to be. You can blame that all on pussy. I have no doubt in my mind that Jason is probably kind of treating his soon-to-be-wife Justina like a mom. Justina's filling that role now. But as a bonus, it's a mother figure that he gets to fuck. Access to cunt. So Justina wins. She's got that one extra thing that uh, Jason's real mom can't provide legally.
3: I don't want you to feel like that he's going against you because of me. Mm-hmm. And and I do feel that way.
0: Isn't that to be expected though? When you find a wife, she kind of takes the place as the most important woman. Her opinion carries more weight than your old ass mom. Anyway, mom starts to cry.
5: Well, I'm getting really upset because. Since- before Taylor was even born We have been there for you guys To help you, support you Want to be there for you guys
0: So you should allow me To pick the wedding venue that I want She wants to have this wedding On the Las Vegas Strip Classy That's what mom's pushing for Methinks she just wants to play the slots Free trip to gamble? Sign me up. Anyway, uh, Justina's like, I can't believe this old bitch is crying in a toy store. Totally inappropriate. Let's, uh, let's just meet back at our house. We'll have some tea and talk things out. It starts off kind of civil.
5: I- I'm trying to envision in my head right now a summer camp wedding. I just never have heard of anything like that before in my life.
3: But that's why Jason and I think it is perfect, because we're so not, it's not a traditional wedding.
0: Mom is convinced that her son doesn't want this wedding either, and really wants whatever mommy wants.
5: But you say that Jason is on board with this? You're sure about that? Yeah. And he's not just wanting to give you what you want?
0: Probably, but a guy doesn't give a shit about a wedding, honestly. It's for the bride. It's not for the guy. Or the mother of the groom?
5: Because I have a couple places I could show you guys, too, that I saw. And if you could have an open mind, too, I just don't think it's natural for a son to have to be against his mother.
0: Stop being so wrong all the time. Stop scouting locations for a wedding that's not even yours.
5: Justina's being a little unreasonable. She is thinking about a venue that is just way out there.
0: Oh, my God, lady, it's not like they're planning this fucking wedding on the moon or something. It's a little unique, but people have unique weddings all the time.
5: Maybe you guys will change your mind if you actually go and see a couple of the venues on the Strip.
0: Mom is really pushing hard for the Golden Nugget wedding. Justina shoots this down immediately.
3: We know how we want our wedding to be, and we definitely don't see it on the Strip.
0: She then makes a tactical error here.
3: Because it's not helping anybody by being very pushy.
0: Did you just criticize his mother? Because that sounds like a criticism. Pushy? Well, that's what mom focuses on here.
3: You think I am being too pushy?
0: Walk it back, walk it back, walk it back.
3: I do feel like you're being a little pushy when it comes to our wedding. And we're going to get what we want for our wedding. Well... That really hurts me.
0: You should be getting what I want for your wedding.
3: I almost feel it sometimes hurts us when you say you guys are going to have a Vegas-themed wedding down in the Strip. Because I'm telling you right now that that's not what we want.
0: Ooh, Justina has had enough. At the end, Justina was like, I think we had a good talk. I think it's important that we you know have this open dialogue. And sometimes it hurts. But it's really going to help our relationship in the end. I think Jason's mom finally gets where I'm coming from and she knows we're going to have this wedding that I want. She's beaming after this uh, confrontation because she th- she really thinks she's... Uh help the situation you
3: know communicating and expressing her feelings I think it's only going to get easier
0: okay let's hear mom's reaction
5: I think Justina is way off base when she says that I'm pushy because this backyard summer camp wedding idea is just not working for me and I have a hard time believing that Jason's 100% invested in it but bottom line is I know that I'm still going to win over this venue on the Las Vegas Strip come on Really? Let's get real about this.
0: That's pretty much what the entire series is like. The show does follow, of course, multiple families. One guy lives next door to his mom. And um, and one scene, she is pissed off because there's a bush in her yard that is obstructing her view of her son's house. and he And she's worried because, you know, he's out on dates and stuff.
3: I know they're probably having a good time, but... My husband planted a shrub right smack dab in the middle of my view. I can't see. I don't like it. What is that?
4: What is it?
0: It's like pink. Oh, oh, she kissed me on the cheek. Yeah, he's on a date with a woman at his house and she finds lipstick on his cheek lipstick from his mom meanwhile the next day uh the mother has a conversation with her husband i
3: want to talk to you about a shrub that you planted
0: yeah which one are you talking about
3: the evergreen shrub
0: it's a good place for it to go
2: look good there
3: matthew had britney over last night and i couldn't see anything my husband planted Mm. a bush It's not huge, but it still hinders my view of Matthew's front patio, his comings and goings. And I don't like it. I want the bush
0: gone. Dad is like, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to be a part of this. Bitch, you crazy. I'm
2: not calling anybody in here to take it out. So if you want to do that, you're going to have to do it yourself. And quite frankly, they need some privacy up there. You don't need to do that.
3: That's crazy.
0: I want it done. You're
2: you're on your own on this one.
0: This brings us to my main qualm with this show. I know 90 Day Fiance. I know all reality shows are at least a little fakey. This one, though, in particular, has some bad acting. I have a hard time believing that most of this is even grounded in in some sort of reality. Mom gets on a four-wheeler with a a helmet that is bright green and has spikes on it, and she comes tearing through her uh, son's yard to rip out the shrub. First sleepover with Britney I thought was successful. You know, we did the wine, we had the bonfire. Well, now not only do I think a lot of this is fake, I think this guy is gay. He referred to having a woman stay overnight at his house as a sleepover. I'm sorry, that's a little faggy. No straight guy says that. Yeah, I finally had Janelle over my house last night. Whoa, bro, that's awesome. Yeah, we had a sleepover. We ate so much ice cream and told secrets. We had a really great night. The morning's going great, you know. I wake up to go get Brittany coffee. Then I hear this noise. Here comes mom. <laughs> good morning. Hope you guys had some good sleep. What are you doing? What are you doing? Also, the voice of the mother sounds different. Like she recorded that after this scene. It was—it's too clean.
3: Morning. Hope you guys had some good sleep.
0: Right. There's no way that sounds natural. Hi.
3: This tree's going down.
0: Why? What? What? Because
3: you... it's blocking my view. Phew. View of what? My of house. Matthew and his comings and goings.
0: A tiny tree. She's
4: gonna rip the tree out with the ATV. Oh my
0: god! This is what's kind of turning me off to the whole thing—the fact that it's just so bad acted and faking.
3: brit I'm bat <laughs> crazy. Well, I'm getting all right. that. So- all right, see ya.
0: I really want to like the show. I don't know if I'll ever watch this. Just knowing that it's so fake kind of ruins it for me. In another scene, uh, this guy and his mom go lingerie shopping. Too
3: much. I'm Kelly. Hi, Kelly. It's nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you too. Hi. Matt, this is my nice son Matthew. Hi Matt, Hi. Nice to meet you. So, what brings you in? Well, my son wants to get something beautiful for his girlfriend with a little bit of razzle dazzle for valentine's
0: day i don't know what you call it open-aired pussy uh crotchless my son is a cunt man you see so something that really accentuates the pussy would be great.
2: I've been in business for 13 years. I do not have a lot of mothers and sons shopping for lingerie at my store. Come in in. Let's okay, talk. Great. Yeah, let so talk. much. Yeah. That's really weird to me.
0: You nailed it, honey. Again, uh, that's the TLC program. I love a mama's boy. Check your local listings. Ting. On the other end of the uh, like fake reality show spectrum, we've got Barcroft now known as truly they produce those internet shorts all about weird and wonderful people it's like a modern day freak show sideshow you know attraction like their most recent video is of a guy who like doesn't have a mouth he's missing his lower jaw and chin what's really hilarious is that uh, truly has this series called born this way where they feature freaks this Guy who's missing a jaw? Like half his fucking mouth? Take a look at the chapter artwork. It's truly shocking. Really interesting. Like looking at this guy, you think it's like uh, a picture that's glitching out. Anyway, what I find interesting is that uh, that guy is not featured on the show. Born this way. He's on a show about romance. Yeah, he's got himself a wife. How does that make you feel? Single guys out there. Mead skeleton who can't find a girlfriend. A guy with a missing jaw. Missing half his head Has found someone to love him They've got short documentaries on like a Bearded women, I'm telling you It's a modern day freak show over there on the Truly channel Here's one video titled My ostomy bag is a fashion accessory The
3: first time that I noticed that I had symptoms I felt like very fatigued I had a lot of rectal bleeding A lot of pain mm. And I was losing weight like at a concerning rate
0: So it wasn't all bad
3: And that's when the surgeons came in and told me, like, you're going to die if we don't give you the ostomy bag. I was just thinking, like, there's going to be this bag of poo on me and I'm going to feel so ugly. And I said to myself, like, you can either hide this thing or you can embrace it.
0: And that's when she decided to design fashion ostomy bags, a admittedly niche market still good for her. These Truly Docs are like 100% real. There's no fakery going on here.
3: I have 129,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. People just being like, thank you so much for like representing the ostomy community. You make me feel a lot less alone and you make me feel seen.
0: She should refer to her TikTok as a shit talk, you know, as like a fun thing. Anyway, my point is not all reality television is fake. Now, I did mention Mead Skelton being jealous because some guy without a face was able to find love. I do have a Mead Skelton update for you. We were just talking about him, I think, on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast. He wrote a post, bonkers as always, about how he's had to make and cancel 29 hotel reservations until finally settling on one, I guess. He's nuts, man. You know, he makes an appointment, and then he starts to overthink it. He's like, oh, I don't know. It might be in a bad part of town. And then he starts, like, doing Google map searches or street views, and he's like, oh, I think I see a black person on the side of the road. Oh, I don't want any black pedestrians in my neighborhood. Oh. So then he'll uh, he'll cancel that hotel uh room and then he'll uh, book another hotel and then he's like oh, I didn't realize I had to cross a bridge to get to the hotel. I, I can't go that way. Right. And it goes on and on and on. He uh he has two gigs. I-, I think one in South Carolina and one in North Carolina. It's totally driving him insane. So after all these cancellations and in the bridges, in the bad neighborhoods, he's finally decided he's going to stay uh, in two separate hotels. Throughout his four day stay It's going to break it up two nights and two nights I guess After much deliberation and cancellations Meade has has finally set his agenda Well I have an update for you Rather than me say it, let me just play you a little bit from Mead's
4: most recent video. Little update for you. Um, I regret to inform you that my Charleston Savannah trip has been called off.
0: <laughs> After all that suffering and planning and calling hotels, it was all
4: for nothing. As it always is with me. Um. An interesting turn of events, I guess, yes. uh, if you could say. Well, the the manager of the night market there in Charleston all of a sudden contacted me and said, "Well, we're running into some budget issues. So for so I'm I'm so sorry to do this, but we can only have one musician, our permanent musician, play that night, that very night that I was supposed to play. Now I'll take them at their word, but um, I have run into this occasionally. And years and years ago, when someone complained about me to a, from a message board and called a restaurant and I lost, uh, I was double booked, booked for two nights in a row, all of a sudden I got canceled the second night. I mean, isn't the most likely explanation
0: that the owner or management saw, caught your first night show and uh, didn't like it? They're like, this sucks. We don't want this guy back.
4: And um, that time the the owner said, well, when they heard you were coming, that's when they called and complained. Um, It wasn't anybody from the restaurant because they actually thought it was pretty good. So um, I'm getting the feeling, the feeling that someone probably said something to the people there, market people, that suggested that something bad about me or something that would make them not want to have me play. Let me say a couple things here.
0: Yeah, probably something like that happened. Or they saw some of your videos themselves. Or music or whatever, and they just didn't they didn't like it. I hope that if uh, someone did call to complain about me, it was not one of my listeners. Freaks, do not interfere with Mead Skelton's career. We only benefit from great Mead content if Mead is able to produce great Mead content. Now, if he would have performed at uh, this venue, I'm sure he would have recorded it and uh, we would have played some highlights on the show, but now we don't get to do any of that because some fucking pansy-ass pussy complained. Knock it the fuck off. Let Mead be. That being said, Mead, the most likely explanation is that the uh, owners or operators of the venue heard some of your insane takes. Or they googled your name and saw some of your insane posts. And that's why they cancelled your ass. I don't believe for a second they ran
4: out of money. They were only
0: paying Mead A tiny, tiny amount of cash.
4: Because it was a paying gig, remember? And all of a sudden they can't have me because of budget issues. I I will take them at their word, but I'm still... Not sure what really happened.
0: Mead gave a sassy wink there, letting us know he, he knows what happened. Well, I think there might be some good news, some a silver lining, if you will. But
4: the good news is I have a gig next month, a paying gig, much closer home. Nice. And I'm not going to say where it is or what it is because I don't want someone destroying <laughs> that for me.
0: So. I love that he's a musician and he can't advertise his gigs.
4: He can't let anyone know where he's going to perform which is a real problem when you're a musician. I won't be putting it on my website or anything like that because this has happened before. Um, why people are so vindictive and so mean, I don't understand. I would never do that to someone. No matter how much I dislike someone, I would never try to get them fired or, or try to ruin their career. Or- Nor would I. And I again,
0: I urge if any of you freaks were messing around with Mead, and I don't think you were. I, I, I th- you know, Mead has a lot of... Haters out there, message boards and shit like that. I think the listeners of DV know to have Mead performing and creating
4: music is uh, good for uh, my show. Or as well, you do something that would hurt them like that. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> Apparently, there are people in this world that that like to do this sort of thing. So we call those individuals suckers for
0: other people's pains. Well, there you go. Uh, Mead skeleton not doing so great. He does have an upcoming gig though You're not allowed to know where it's at uh, Real quick, before we get into the news Our good friends at Columbus Police Body Camera Have a new video We start with a 911 call This is what uh, prompted the police to get involved Columbus Police, Tech 107
1: Yes, I just gave this guy $25 to buy me some, a crystal mess And he ran in his house, didn't come out And I don't want to do nothing that's irrational, but yeah. Either, right. either
0: Either Google give me my money
1: or meth. something's going to happen.
0: So, yeah. What, what's, I mean- the,
1: what's the address?
0: She seems very interested. Oh, we'd be more than happy to help facilitate this money for meth transaction you've got going. Just let us know exactly where you are, and then the cops will be happy to help. It's what we do. We like to make sure these drug purchases go down smoothly.
1: And what's your name?
0: Yeah, he gives her his name, phone number, location dude really wants that meth money back a guy
1: said that he could get me some drugs so i said i really don't want to do none but when he said it was cheap <laughs> dude took my $25
0: i'm not a drug addict but uh, you can't pass up a bargain like that if someone tells you they'll give you a meth for $25 you'd be stupid not to take that
1: went in his house on dakota avenue and didn't come out so
0: okay what he looked like um,
1: he's he's black
0: he's- that's the first thing you mentioned color of his skin god damn it and some people say we're living in a post-racial society i don't think so anyway let me fast forward to the part where the uh, the cops arrive on the scene we're gonna switch now to the body cam footage hey what in tarnation's going on
1: Man. So, okay.
4: so some oh someone robbed you
1: uh, yeah no Uh, black dude said that he know where to get some ice from, and she said that she likes to smoke it. So, cause I'm trying to with her a good time. As I gave, I, I was going on. Oh, pop- he's on
0: a date. Uh, the meth is for his lady friend. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: As I gave, I, I was going on pop- a to get dude money, and then the fuck. Started. So you
0: got, you guys were going to buy drugs? No. Yeah. 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 The woman's smart. She's like, no, well, that's not what we were doing, you idiot. Yeah. yeah, don't lie to this man.
1: Don't, don't lie, cause it'll be fucked up. Yes, okay. I, I was trying to get her high, so. Okay. Oh,
0: he said, uh, you have to listen very closely. <laughs> he is very honest. He's like, look, <laughs> let me play this again. Yes, okay. I, I was trying to get her high, so. okay. okay. He's trying to get her high so they can fuck. Okay flat out there's no need to sugarcoat this right. going on i, I, I tell her let me talk for a reason all right and dude you're making the police officers job real easy Brandon's house never came
1: out so uh dude took my 25 and we was on sullivan on in uh, Cypress right here just sitting in a, in a little uh, benches right there that's in front of that little church building and
4: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know if there's cameras or what but i'm just telling you dude ran off of my money and i'm not getting no pussy and
0: i don't got no dress for it so i'm super pissed yeah He's not only out money, he's out meth and pussy. You know what? Usually I try to cut Daniel Powder off when he starts with his bullshit, but I'm going to allow it. This most definitely would be considered a bad day. No meth, no money, no pussy. Plus, you think the cops are going to help you. I think things are going to get even worse for this guy today.
2: You had a bad day.
0: Sometimes the system goes the you All right, I'm sorry. Let's continue on That's here. What's really going on? Well, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get your money back. Okay, like that part's cool. But dude, okay. so, I kind of like this guy. He's honest, he understands he's not going to get the money back. He's just a meth buyer trying to do the right thing. The police tried to find this uh, supposed drug dealer. They couldn't find him in the house. Uh, so in the end, nothing really happened. Our friend here, the drug buyer, I don't even think got in trouble.
4: Well, maybe... Uh, I know it's kind of a, a silly thing to say, but probably uh, ixnay on the Uggdre's there for a while. All right, maybe find, maybe find a way to attract women that... Don't need oh, I don't need acquired such a taste. Yeah, just a little pep talk from the police I'm officer. To, try to find uh, <laughs> better places to hang out, too, because you don't need someone out here.
0: <laughs> you don't need dirty crack horse sucking your dick is what the police officer's trying
4: to say. Ah! <laughs> 49 doing 49 stuff. Yes, I love these All All right, right. well All right, sorry. Don't, yeah, 40, uh, leave, leave them alone, too. They're going to get you. I know. Man. Yeah. Thank you, man and get you some kind of disease that you can't shake off.
0: Don't get AIDS. Seriously. Well, there you go. Another successful Columbus police interaction. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Enjoy DV, please consider supporting the show A couple ways to do that Become a true and honorable freak over there at superfreaksideshow.com The Sideshow is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs We've been at this daily show since December 2004 Like 5,000 past episodes in the archives More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive podcasts Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive show Earlier in the week, we did one on Tuesday. If you want to hear those, sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get a personalized little uh, podcast RSS feed that you can plug in. It works with most podcasting apps. Get a username and password. You can also download the episodes on the website. If you want a super easy way to get new Sideshow content and you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now uh, sign up for Sideshow access right in those apps. A couple taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Perfect if you just want to keep up on all the new uh, Sideshow episodes. Again, that's uh, through Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The final way to support DV, of course, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash DistortedView. It's just another way to help support the show. Throw a few bucks my way, it really does help out. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Occasionally, I will also send out DV merchandise to those uh, very generous freaks who pledge at least $20. In the month of September, I will be doing a DV merchandise drop, so be on the lookout for that. And if you've got a few extra bucks to, uh, to spare and you like DV... Check out patreon.com slash distorted view now. All right. Three very quick stories. Uh, First up, this is uh, one of those times I thought to myself, I should have thought of this. This is definitely in my wheelhouse. I could have been a goddamn millionaire. What do kids love? They love disgusting things, right? We talked about the phenomenon of just like gross toys on DV, like oops, poopsie surprise or whatever the fuck that's called. A lot of toys that involve shit. You freaks have even uh, started sending me some. I believe Love Lady Cat Lady sent me Gotta Go Turtle. Oh, gotta go. Gotta go. There it is. Gotta go. Uh-oh, gotta go. It's a turtle that sings and uh, shits in a toilet that it's sitting on. You feed it, it poops. It's the sequel to Gotta Go Flamingo, who I think sings the same song. Anyway, newsflash, kids love poop. If you happen to have a child and you own an Amazon Alexa, chances are your kid has uh, looked directly at that stupid device and screamed, Alexa, sing me a poop song! Say poop! Fart! That's translating to some big, big dollars for a few creators. BuzzFeed News recently wrote an entire article about this. Joey Helpish is well aware that kids using Alexa may be the main source of plays for his ukulele-tinged hit, Poopy Stupid Butt. Helpish and his partner, Kristen Murr, run a music school in Oregon that specializes in working with autistic kids and helps them through the creative process of coming up with song ideas. Quote, we did a big songwriting session with these three kids. I said, give me five syllables to start. And the little four year old girl screamed poop, stupid butt. And then the next 10 minutes were me writing down everything the kids were yelling at me that poopy, stupid butt was doing. He added the song to Amazon Music, along with a bunch of other songs co-written by kids from the school. Murr didn't think much about it, but in 2019, she needed to pay some medical bills and was strapped for cash. They didn't think that uh, Poopy Stupid Butt song was doing anything, but on a whim, they checked their Amazon statement and uh, saw that uh, there was several hundred dollars in there, all from plays of Poopy Stupid Butt. I know you guys are just dying to hear this song, so here's just a few seconds of Poopy Stupid Butt. Poopy Stupid Butt
4: Legos are sitting on the body, Doing construction in the underwear The Legos are
0: bopping naughty What? This is like fucking gibberish. Poopy Stupid Butt All right, listen. The couple is making about $100 a month from this song. From this one stupid song. That was before COVID. When COVID hit, kids were home all day long, bored. Plays of poopy stupid butt skyrocketed. It's now been streamed 10 million times and has generated $10,000 in income. Amazon did not respond to request for comment uh, when BuzzFeed was like, Hey, how often do children yell poop at Alexa? I would like to know that too A representative for Spotify said they were unable to determine the play method Lacking definitive proof that Amazon knows that these songs are primarily played by kids talking to a elect- Who cares if, if it is? I mean, right? Someone's talking to that dumb Echo and asking for a poop song. Your job is just to serve up a poop song. Matt Farley is an extremely prolific songwriter who has mastered the art of the SEO song. See, I need to get good at that SEO, that search engine optimization. And I don't think uh, DV, I'm not good at it. I don't know how to optimize for search engines. I really need to get my stuff out there better. And I need to start recording poop songs, too He's recorded more than 23,000 songs, I'm sure, of um, questionable quality They're often short and include phrases and names that someone might search for Lots of celebrity names, common first names And incredibly, this is a sound business model Farley is able to generate a modest income from his catalog In his vast collection of songs covering a wide variety of topics Guess what the top hits are? they're all scatological in nature his biggest hit is poop 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 poop, poop song now the buzzfeed article says that uh, these songs are surprisingly good here's a little bit from poop 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 poop,
2: poop it falls out of my bum It don't look tasty to me But flies say yum, yum, yum When I'm constipated The poop just won't come My day isn't complete Until I pooped at least some Poop, poop, poop Poop, 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 poop,
0: poop My God, it's brilliant Give this man a Grammy No, it's awful It's so, it's like stupid But still, like, I, you know, it's got I'm, I'm sure, uh, hundreds of thousands of millions of plays on Amazon, right? But I was playing it on YouTube, where it has 861,000 views or plays. Farley says, I make more money off of Amazon Music than any other streaming service. Amazon is at least 30% of my income, and the others go down from there. It's got to be from Alexa. Amazon Music isn't something big music fans use. That's true. This might actually be some good, sound business advice for Mead Skelton, who desperately wants to be a singer and needs money. Mead, start gaming Amazon music. Start recording poop songs. We could collaborate. Think about it. Mead plays all, you know, those wacky instruments in old-timey ways, and he's yodeling and shit. You know, kids love that. I've got the mind of a three-year-old. I know what little kids like. I I can make up songs about dirty, disgusting things. Body parts and body functions. We could go into business together, make a fortune. Mead Skelton, hit me up. All I'm asking is that you turn your back on God. Yes, turn to the dark side, Mead. You know you want to. Fame and riches await. All you need to do is denounce your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right, second story we have for you today. You know that famous uh, soccer player or football player, Cristiano Ronaldo? I hope I pronounced his name right. I probably fucked it up. Uh, He's got a statue in his hometown. I don't know. It's like a big, beautiful bronze statue in Portugal. But uh, it's starting to wear out, specifically in the crotch region. By the way, whoever made this statue of him uh, thought very highly of his cock. The statue features him, you know, wearing shorts, but there's a there's a very noticeable <laughs> large bulge. I don't know if there's ever been any sort of celebrity nude leaks of this guy, but uh, according to the statue, he's very well endowed. And what's happening is people visiting the statue rub it. They pose with it, they take pictures uh, with it, but they've always got their fucking hand right on that crotch. And it's started to discolor the statue. Take a look at the chapter artwork, you can see exactly what I'm talking about. It appears tourists often focus on that uh, one particular feature, as many have been spotted grabbing or rubbing on it the bronze yes i was right it's a bronze statue it was unveiled back in 2014 and the bulge around his penis has gotten shiny <laughs> because of the number of people touching it over the years a tourist in portugal said i just want a picture of him to send to my family but as soon as i uh, put on the family as soon as i put on the family whatsapp group everyone started laughing oh they couldn't help notice the well rubbed area between his legs the larger-than-life tribute is more than 2 meters tall and weighs more than 800 kilograms. That translates to almost 1,800 pounds, but the crotch area has proven most popular amongst visitors, of course. Obviously, the reason why uh, the, the bronze starts to wear away and get all sh- it gets all shiny is because of the oil from human skin. It makes the area appear uh, shiny and golden, really. It's breathtaking. Uh, again, check out the chapter artwork to get a glance uh, at that. And finally, today freaks, a pregnant Texas woman. Oh, we're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Going to Texas. Here we come. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, enough of that. Look, it, you know, it's been decided by the Supreme Court that babies cooking in your stomach are considered people. The question is, does your state allow for the murdering of little people? Some still do. Love those states where baby murder is just a-okay. In Texas and, you know, in the South, a lot of those places, uh, they're very anti-abortion. It's what we need in this life, after all. You guys know what's going on. It's like, you know, on a state-by-state basis, there's all sorts of different rules. Some states you can have abortions up to six weeks or 12 weeks or 15 weeks or something. In Texas, though, there's a different fight a brewing. And that is, uh, you know, some women are saying, look, if uh, if these fetuses are to be considered people, I should be able to drive in the HOV lane. Those are these, you know, if you live in a different country, you might not know what an HOV lane is, but that's uh, those lanes on the road on the highway. Are only supposed to be used if you've got multiple people. It's supposed to encourage people to carpool. Sometimes HIV, uh, H, HIV lanes, HIV lanes are something completely, completely different. You don't want to be on that lane. H, H, God damn it, I did it again. H O V. I'm so used to saying HIV on this podcast. We talk about AIDS a lot. I can't help it. H O V. Some of these HOV lanes, you got to have, uh, you know, two people in your car, at least two people. And if you're a pregnant woman with a baby, a fetus, that should be counted as two people, right? Well, a pregnant Texas woman who claimed she was entitled to drive in a high occupancy vehicle lane because of her unborn child received another ticket for the same offense. She's been trying to pull this scam for a while now. Brandy Baton, a 32-year-old Plano resident, became an unlikely focal point of the nation's post-Roe debate after she was pulled over in a carpool lane on June 29th. A sheriff's deputy cited her for driving alone in the HOV lane that requires drivers to have at least one other person in the car. The woman claimed, though, that the one other person was the unborn child in her womb. She insisted that with the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade on June 24th, unborn child was now recognized as a living person. I like the way she thinks. You know, a lot of these pro-choice people are pretty um, disappointed right now. I know this is not the same thing as having legal and safe access to abortion, but this is a nice little like runner-up prize. You get to drive in the HOV lane. All right. Uh, Her argument was apparently good enough to win a dismissal. It wasn't immediately clear if that second ticket picked up August 3rd. Would also be kicked out I don't see why not There's precedent now Is it precedent or precedence? Either way She's got it A Dallas County District Attorney's representative said in a statement Yes, her HOV case was dismissed The defendant received a second HOV citation about a month after the first The second citation is currently pending The woman did not uh, return several calls looking for comment she did uh, speak to the Dallas Morning News on Sunday that the second HOV pullover happened on U.S. Highway 75. Uh, you again? Batone quoted the deputy as saying. So when are you going to have the baby? <laughs> How long have you been brained, bitch? The deputy asked. Tomorrow, the woman said. Oh, good luck, she quoted the deputy as saying before issuing her a ticket. By the way, she has since given birth to a girl. Congratulations. Here's to many more years of being able to use that HOV lane. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Alright, love to hear from you freaks And there are many ways to contact the show Show at distortedview.com I'm all over social media At distortedview on Twitter and Instagram Hey, Speaking of Twitter, if you are one of the few individuals Who are trying to get me to talk about Brent Hatley Or if you're Brent Hatley himself Turn your attention to my Twitter sheet People were going fucking insane on there yesterday I don't know, what the hell I-, I honestly am paying so little attention to this Brent started responding to a bunch of tweets I made um, a couple months ago, I think. Remember, he's that guy that supposedly mentioned DV and uh, phone losers saying they were harassing him. He's that live streamer who's a swinger with his wife, and there's a bunch of people who hate him. They're trolling him. Uh, Other people say uh, Brent is the one who's the troll. The only observation I made on Twitter was like, look, if this guy puts his stuff out there, Right? That, you know, he's swinging with his wife and he shares pictures and videos. You can't be upset when people critique it or comment on it or review it. I think it's a shitty thing when you immediately start threatening legal action or uh, filing DMCA notices and stuff. That's all I said. And again, I know very little about the situation. So then Brent replied today and other people replied to him. One person who did not reply was myself. I I just didn't say anything. I I just don't know enough. About any of this to comment And I don't care Someone needs to send me some good content From either side, give me some video Something to play on the show Then maybe I could get into this, I don't know
2: Hey Tim, it's Tyler I hope you're having
0: a great day
2: Yeah, I was in the uh, Distorted View voice chat And we had a very, very, very Long conversation about If people had tails And we decided that if people had Monkey tails, that's really The more important question is would you rather your tail just be covered in the skin hmm. or would you rather it be covered with, like, hair, like on the rest of your body? All
0: right. Let's think about this for a second. Naked tails are gross looking, right? Because they're probably going to be all, like, wrinkly and ripples, like a mole or something. On the flip side, you know, if your tail is covered in hair, now you've got other issues, right? Fleas could gather there, especially if you've got a long tail that's, like, dragging on the ground. You're more likely to get Lyme disease. You could have shitting issues, right? You get, you, you know, you take a bad bowel movement, some shit gets uh, stuck and caked on to the bottom end of your tail. Harder to clean. Odors. Again, especially if that tail's dragging on the ground. You know, as, as I, I don't like either option, but I think I might have to go with naked
2: uh, for my tail. Thank you. So we were about evenly divided on hair versus skin for tails, and we need you to break the tie. So are you on a team skin tail? Like a big, you know. Which...
0: Hair looks better. I got, you know, hair looks better, but practicality and hygiene wise, got to go naked. Kind of creepy.
2: Or a furry tail, which is kind of creepy too. Right. If you had to have a tail, what
0: well, kind of tail would
2: you have? Would you have it covered in skin or fur?
0: Well, you got my answer. Let me know what you think about um, my reasoning there.
1: Hi, Tim. It's Abby. I wanted to tell you something because I I feel like you and the priest are the only people that will, like, kind of understand where I'm coming from with this. But um, I just finished this whole series. It's, like, 60-some parts, and it's called Christian, A Comprehensive History.
0: Yeah, I have heard about that, and I think some people have linked it to me, and I just... I don't have the time to to sit... I mean, I'm interested in it, but it's, it's a lot. There's a lot there. Um...
1: Oh, like I know I'm so late to this, but like I never really investigated or like looked into Chris Chan because like you would feature him, yeah, and like I know obviously he raped his mom and the right. whole um July. Yeah,
0: I mean we featured Chris Chan over the years, but definitely we were outsiders. You know what I mean? We didn't really delve into the hardcore nitty gritty of Chris Chan. It was just like. Funny audio of him fucking a sex doll Pretending it was someone named Julie, you know, stuff like that I mean, we got more into it When we found out he was fucking his mom But uh, he had the world captivated At that point
1: But I was looking up That Chris Hansen Podcast And then that was something that was recommended To me, so then of course I started Listening and (laughs) God, it was Parts of it was like a test of patience and some of it was just like, it was literally just a gory car wreck. I couldn't look away. (laughs) Um, So now I'm wondering, like every time you feature Utah, is there somebody else like doing a comprehensive history for them?
0: Yeah. Um, Which... I know Kiwi Farms, that website, is in trouble. I don't know exactly why. I use Kiwi Farms as a resource sometimes when I start featuring these guys, um, if they're kind of known to the community. Kiwi Farms used to be a pretty comprehensive resource. Like, in the message board, you could really get a good idea of who these people are and the history of them. Uh, I don't know if Kiwi Farms is going to go away, though.
1: Because I can recommend, you could totally do a comprehensive history on Mead alone.
0: Oh, oh maybe I should do a series on Mead.
1: Um, since
0: he's pretty... Because, you know, I don't know everything about Mead. I've been following him for a while, but I know there are now listeners of the DV Podcast... Who have been following Mead for even longer they were part of a, like a message board called fairfax underground i think is that right f um but then there's also of course the people from the apricity and uh, you freaks have been uh doing some deep dives into Mead. so you know, you know you've pulled out some old videos of him so if we put all our heads together we can come up with an awesome series i think
1: documented by himself yeah already um but oh yeah I finally know way too much about Chris-Chan.
0: Um... I mean, Chris-Chan really is the gold standard of fucked up. You know, uh, Chris-Chan has been trending on Twitter for the last couple days. Well, I don't want to say last couple days, but throughout the week, at various times, Chris-Chan has been trending, like hashtag Chris-Chan. And every time I'm like, oh God, what has happened now? And uh, the latest thing is that uh, people are saying that he... Busted out of prison. He has fled. Now, this is not true. At least there's no real evidence or proof. It's just people continuing the Chris Chan story, but I find it hilarious. Hey, Uh, Galileo
2: 2333. Oh,
0: Galileo's calling in again.
2: I just wanted you to know, Tim, uh, I'm masturbating in the parking lot.
0: That's pretty good. You got a good Galileo 2333. Hi, Galileo twenty three thirty three. See, that's how I would do it. But you've got like the shakiness of his voice.
2: Next time, uh, next cigar moving. Right? I don't know. Illegal, illegal, One earth bit.
0: Very anyway, interesting.
2: Fuck you! For always make fun of me. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a pedophile.
0: Just, no, 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 See, Galileo twenty three thirty three would admit to being a pedophile. He knows he's a pedophile. He's proud of it.
2: I, I just like the idea of it. Oh. God damn it. Uh, anyway. 23, uh, uh, I, I, I don't even know what I'm
0: doing anymore. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. TV listener losing his mind over there. Oh, he, Tim, it's
1: Great Big Pete. I'm on top of a big mountain, and guess who I found? Hello, I'm
0: Son of it Wadden and Oh, my gosh. They're like best buds now, Great Big Pete and Vlad. It's crazy. You know what he smells like? He smells kind of musky, but in a nice way. Are you guys really together? Are you guys hooking up? Anyway, well, not hooking up like in a sex way, but I mean, you know, hooking but up. Your... Uh, I thought that was on brand for the podcast you released a few days ago, which is going to be a year from now because this is the regular side voicemail. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. Love you, Tim. Well, glad you guys have found each other. Look at that. Great big Pete and Vlad forever in love. I want invited to the wedding. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463 That's 20666. Oh God is it oh god! The little bit of razzle dazzle. Spread the distortion. S T D tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I could not do this without you i have got a wonderful best of show for your labor day have a great long weekend enjoy yourselves i'll be back on tuesday uh, with a show for everyone until then have a great day bye everybody